You're listening to The Long Game Podcast. I'm your host, Sandra Scaiano. I watched a reel recently where author Dan Martell, he was talking about a conversation that he had with Virgin Group founder Richard Branson. Dan asked the question, what is the most important thing in business? And Richard replied, it's the brand. And this left Dan a little wanting for more. Yeah, you know, he said, but what else? And Richard Branson replied, no, it's the brand. And from a man who built empires on the brand, this answer makes sense. And later in the reel, Dan Martell brings up what Mr. Beast is doing right now. He'll be a billionaire, right? His spinoff products of his brand are instantly wanted by his fans. Mr. Beast, the outrageous and philanthropic YouTuber, if you are not familiar, recently opened a burger restaurant at the humongous American Dream Mall here in northern New Jersey. Fans packed all three floors of the mall for the opening, with over 10,000 people showing up on opening day. And, you know, Mr. Beast fans, they traveled near and far to get their first burger bite and to meet Mr. Beast himself, who was personally working the register at the burger joint for the day. So it really is all about the brand. He has created such a following. So now, you know, we all know that branding is important. You know, it sets the tone for the experience people are going to have with you, right? Your branding is your welcome mat, reassuring people of who you are when they embark on your doorstep. And all of the decisions you make in your branding, in creating your branding, those decisions clue people in that you are either for them or conversely, not for them. And as you create your website, your landing page, or build out your course, your branding is intrinsic to the experience that users have. As a web designer, I work with people all of the time on creating an engaging and well-converting online presence. Today, I'm highlighting three mistakes in branding that people are making on their websites and landing pages. And I'm gonna talk with you about how you can correct them if you find yourself making any of these. The long game is three branding mistakes you are making on your website and landing pages. In a world where everyone is doing, it's easy to get lost in a sea of comparison, secret tricks, and promises of overnight success. The long game? That's my approach to business. You gotta show up, you gotta do the work, and there are no quick fixes for long-term success. It takes creativity, it takes strategy, and it takes listening to the voice inside you. I'm a web designer, digital strategist, and energetic thinker, bringing you real-world business-building experiences, conversations with creators who are out there doing it now, and ideas to spark the energy in your own business. And along the way, we're going to have a little bit of fun as well. So thanks for being here, and let's get to today's episode. When it comes to logos and branding, so many people DIY it their first go-around. And I get it, right? Everything is such an investment when you start. And there are tools like Canva that make graphic design so accessible. But there is a lot of thought that goes into a brand design that has staying power, though. And you have to think about how that brand can be utilized across platforms, the different platforms that your brand shows up in. 
I recently worked with a client on a rebrand, and she had DIY'd her first logo a few years ago, and since then has built a thriving coaching practice. So it all was working for her. But this second time around, she knew that she needed guidance. And we went through a process to get us to her final logo, her final colors, and her final fonts. Now we are on to designing a new website and course items for her. And having these brand pieces all laid out ahead of time, you know, it is such a help in the design process. And she has already started using her new logo and colors on social. And already her brand, her new brand is making a difference. She's told me she's in love with her own Instagram feed now because it pops with color and she knows how to use her new brand there. You know, and that's the power of understanding the elements that visually go into a brand. And these elements are actually created from a thoughtful process that I go through with my clients. And most brand designers or graphic designers, they will have some similar proprietary process as well. And it's these pieces that you may miss when you are going the DIY route. And I get clients who come to me for a new website or a redesign, and they have DIY'd their brand. And in translating this to website design, I come across three main areas that business owners can improve upon to get a more cohesive brand look and feel on the page. So today I'm gonna highlight the three branding mistakes that are holding you back from fully connecting with your audience when creating website pages, landing pages, or building your courses. All right, number one. You have DIY'd your logo and colors. And I'm really not hating on the DIY. I like it. I get it. But you've really got to give some thought to it because your colors for your brand and your website are so important. And much like the colors of a room in your home, your on-site colors set the tone for the experience that users who come to your page are going to have. So you want to choose colors that represent who you are, that work well on a page. Ask yourself these questions. Are they legible? Do they evoke a feeling? Maybe you want things to pop. Maybe you want to have a soothing feeling. That all, all of those colors have to work together to create that feeling. And I'll get clients who come to me who have chosen their own color palettes where one color in the palette works really well, and then the accent colors fall flat. So when you are just pulling together colors that you like, air quotes, you know, you are missing out on the ways that colors work on a page. You know, one thing I realized as a web designer all of these years is that, you know, when you're DIYing it, you may not understand the visuals of a page. It's so hard to envision that the effect that your style and your color choices are having on the page. So I have clients who give me their colors and then ask me to change it all up once they see how these colors work on a web page. And there's merit to this. I get that. It's hard to envision how that's going to work. But when you work with a designer to create your brand, they have an understanding of the different uses of the colors and where your branding will be. And they will account for that in your brand. And I also wanna make mention here of accessible design. And this is really important, you know, that 
you can read the words that are highlighted in links, or you can read different passages if you're using your accent colors. So I'm an online news junkie, and I read the majority of my news versus watch it. And several large sites have a black background with white text and either red or royal blue color for links. And so many times at night when I'm reading and I'm tired, I can't make out the linked words because of the the vibrant blue or red. It's almost blinking to me, right? So something to think about when you are also picking your colors, right? So I had a client come to me with a DIY logo recently that only had two colors in it, turquoise and maroon. You know, and it's an odd pairing, but it actually looked cool for their logo. And when I created the first draft of their website for their brand in their brand colors, they were taken back. You know, they didn't like the look of it. And we had to do some extra work and choose a new color palette for their brand that we could use on site. So when you are DIYing it, you make make something that looks cool, but it lacks the full thought process of a logo and branding. You don't know what you don't know. And the best solution for this, the one that I recommend here is working with a a graphic designer or a branding professional to create your brand elements. They take you through a process that considers the use cases. And really, you can find people nowadays at all different price points. So, you know, it's worth it to dig a little research, go to some of the freelancer sites. There's Fiverr.com. Upwork, you can surely find someone who fits your budget. All right, second mistake people make is in font choice and readability. The font you choose for your website can have a significant impact on branding and readability. Fonts, you know, the font choice is a major decision when it comes to web design. You know, fonts that are easy to read, I usually go for sans serif fonts like Lotto or Montserrat, Montserrat for the body text, and then go for either a branded font or something bolder for headlines. It's better suited for that. And the biggest mistakes I see people making with fonts are one, going to ornate. You know, no one can read that script or that handwritten, you know, style. When you use an ornate font for your headlines, people are missing main parts of your message. And This especially applies when you are sizing down and fonts go smaller. And two is that some people do the exact opposite and they go to basic. And this might seem like the safe thing to do. Hey, I've chosen easy to read fonts, but going to basic can lead to boring. Fonts, they are a nuanced industry. You know, the small details in design, that's what sets one font apart from another. And that is the difference in something looking basic and something having its own style. And you know what I love about fonts though is that they are really relatively inexpensive to purchase. So most fonts that my clients buy range from $11 to $89. And when you buy this font for use in your brand, it might be in your logo, then you can use it everywhere when you purchase it. So it's a worthwhile investment and can really make your brand connect with your audience and make you stand out. All right, we're moving on to mistake number three. And as someone with classical training in photography, this one really gets me. 
The third branding mistake businesses make on their website and landing pages are the use of stock photos. Now, I want to preface this by saying I love a good stock image, and there are ways to use this imagery in lieu of a custom photo shoot for your brand. You just need to be thoughtful about it. Using a mix-up of stock photos, a huge mashup of whatever, leads to an inconsistent look and feel. And a look that is obvious stock, right? We've all been there. We've gone to the site and said, oh, this is a terrible stock photo. Photos of your website, photos on your website are there to visually support your brand and your offer. And the mashup use of stock photos is doing the complete opposite. It's actually distracting from your offer. And the obvious stock also cheapens the look and feel of any website. Not everyone can go out and do a custom photo shoot, but there are things that you can do though and consider when using stock. So first off, it's just stop being so literal with your imagery. Photos are not just the image as a whole, but also can be parts and textures and use them in different ways. I have done entire websites using stock photos, and I'm actually doing one right now that sparked this me bringing up this mistake. Because when you are sourcing your stock photos, you want to look for collections. You can go to um, boutique stock photo houses such as Hot Stock, and these images are exclusively shot in, con- in collections. So there are a number of images to choose from that all have the same lighting, the same colors, or the same models in them, really the same and similar look and feel. And when you are going to other stock photo sites, once you find an image that you like, you can look for and click on the See Similar Images button. And this will bring you to other images from the same photo shoot or by the same photographer. So for the site I'm working on right now, I found multiple images all with the same model in them to use as header images on on the web pages. So these photos, they now have a custom feel because there isn't just this random person each time, right? The same photographer took them. It has the same kind of treatment of the imagery and lighting and the same model. So the photos used, they begin to tell a story of this brand. So really start thinking in collections and it's going to give your stock photos cohesion. So when you are combining these three mistakes on a website, your colors or your logo that you've DIY'd, your poor choice of fonts and readability, and your mishmash of stock photos, it can really be a calamity for your users. Like the goal of any website or landing page is to bring the essence of who you are or what your product is forward. You know, all of these visual cues in terms of colors and font and imagery, like that all supports this effort. And branding requires a wide range of skills, including graphic design know-how and copywriting or understanding of marketing strategy to get people to feel something or feel a certain way. And this is why I'm going to recommend that you find someone to work with who has branding experience when developing your brand. And then you come to the website and landing page experience that much further forward and ready. It's easy to struggle when you go the DIY route. And it's hard to create a brand that communicates your values 
and resonates with your target audience. Like it always comes back to the audience, right? So there are so many factors to consider when it comes to branding. So reach out to someone. There are all these places that you can find people at different price points. So go and check out your website and your landing pages and see if you are making any of these mistakes because they can be rectified with either a little thoughtful research on colors or what works better or help from a pro. It is all about the brand and I want you to step forward in your online presence with the best image and your best foot forward that you can. All right, everyone. See you next week. Thanks for joining me today. You can access more information, links mentioned in this episode and the show notes at thelonggamepodcast.net. If today's show connected with you in some way, please share it with your friends or hop on and leave a review. Both of these make a really big difference. All right, until next time, keep playing the long game.